0: Hello. How are you?
1: Oh, oh, I'm, I'm better for seeing you. I didn't oh. sleep well. I had, I had a cheese plate last night. Oh,
0: a cheese plate.
1: <laughs> In the privacy of my own home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did it give you cheesy nightmares?
1: It did give me cheesy nightmares. Yes.
0: Oh no. And also,
1: it's, as previously discussed yesterday, it's windy at the moment. I don't, I don't trust the wind, um, and I feel like it's shaking up my brain, and it's giving me bad dreams.
0: Wind is a sinister weather
1: it is it's it's my least favorite rank them sunny under that slightly less sunny under that cloudy day <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and others and at the bottom of everything is wind
0: okay wow I think that my least favorite is perhaps <laughs> when it rains frogs Yes, I <laughs> haven't done that in my lifetime. It, that's a biblical thing, yeah, frogs or fish or something. And I think that would be my least favorite. But I have yet to experience it. Truth be told,
1: locusts? No, locusts. They swarm. They don't. For, they just they swarm, swarm at you.
0: you. Oh, I've had a swarm of locusts, <laughs> but I've never had a rain of frogs.
1: How are you? How are you? <laughs> While we're on the subject, of I'm
0: good. Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> I am good. Um... So I've deleted all social media.
1: Tell me
0: about that. Which was which was exciting because I was just like, I am done with the algorithms. I'm no longer gonna be a slave to the algorithms. So I got rid of well, I say got rid of, I mean deleted off my phone, still got my accounts. But um the only one I left was TikTok by accident, (laughs) which I don't really use. And um you know, like, you know, the whole doom scrolling thing, yeah. which I sort of was one of the reasons I deleted it. Well, now I, I just basically then just was like, oh, TikTok. I'll just start scrolling <laughs> oh, through that, no. which is a whole new ball game of utter insanity that I don't understand.
1: What are the algorithms showing you on TikTok?
0: Um, well, it shows me a lot of people taking off makeup and looking like not the same person <laughs> and in fact not being the same person. After they've taken off their okay. makeup, uh, so surprise! Th- yeah, so that happens. Um, it's showing me a lot of um, things where people are trying to pretend to be presenters. So they so right. they're sort of presenting things, but it's really you know someone named <laughs> Michelle from who knows where, <laughs> who's like just standing in her room, going, "Yeah, Meghan Markle has." recently said like that you're like no oprah did that you don't need to do that um so there's a lot of that going on and i also just think it's there's a lot of things where there's a pause that something's going to happen and then you get like the microsecond of whatever you've been waiting for to happen and then it's gone yeah so the whole thing, I think, is about the suspense.
1: The TikTok chat loops quite nicely into what it is that we're uh, going to be talking about today, because I, I got a very TikTok vibe from this entire performance.
0: Right, because also the thing about it is it feels like, A, the death of structure, <laughs> because, <laughs> because there's no beginning, end or middle anymore. There's just things that happen that you don't really know why for 30 seconds. What happened to a peak? What happened to a peak? What happened to a slow build and a peak? It, nowadays, it's just slow build or or just nothing. <laughs>
1: and then loop back around. The other
0: thing that I really enjoy, the ones that I'm just like, what is going on here is that there are reaction videos. So people reacting to other people's TikToks. Oh, but, wow. but you see their face, but they don't move. So there's no reaction. <laughs> there are reaction videos where there's literally the opposite of reaction happening. And oh I God, just don't understand what itself. that is. It kind of is eating itself. Um,
1: My algorithm is just pasta.
0: <laughs> pasta of any particular sort.
1: Just any pasta.
0: I get a lot of cakes as well. <laughs> yeah, so I think that yeah, just yeah, make makes so sense. So essentially, pasta and cakes. <laughs> One day we'll have to make a pasta cake, and it'll be the perfect combination of the two, and that will blow up the internet. And then we won't show. And then we won't react to it.
1: Have you ever had chocolate pasta?
0: <laughs> I. <laughs> I have not had chocolate pasta. Is it good?
1: Yeah, of course it's good. It's hot carbs and chocolate.
0: Are we, do- are we basically just talking like spaghetti and Nutella?
1: Yes, that's exactly what we're talking spaghetti
0: about. Spaghetti and Nutella sauce. Is that what we're talking uh, about?
1: Nigella has uh, what can only very loosely be described as a recipe for okay. chocolate <laughs>
0: pasta. <laughs> wow. All we right. We're gonna- we're- let's crack that open another time. Let's crack that nut another <laughs> time. So, hello and welcome. And we are here to talk about... This is the first of a series of Super Bowl Bites.
1: Yes, welcome to Gig It Up, and this is our brand new uh, mini-series, Super Bowl Bites, and today, to kick us off, we are starting with uh, J-Lo and Shakira's 2020 Super Bowl. Uh, Nick, how do you feel about this?
0: Well, so the Super Bowl is an, itself, I think, is a fascinating thing. Yeah. It's something that I've sort of dipped in and out of when uh, I've been interested in the people who've been playing, but... But it's such a bizarre mm. phenomenon because it's 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 that it's a sort of a pinnacle of an artist's career supposedly. They everyone like all the interviews I read, basically all of them kind of as standard say it's always been my dream as an artist to play the Super Bowl. That feels like the standard thing that you have to say, um, and and perhaps that is the case. But the excess is kind of incredible to watch because the excess is insane, and and they only get fifteen minutes to kind of yeah sort of showcase their careers, I guess, in a way. Um, so I think that's really fascinating.
1: I've never paid attention to the Super Bowl in my life. I remember um, when Formation happened, when Beyonce did Formation, and that's about it. But I loved both of the aspects of what you were just talking about here, which is the excess and then the, the length. Because, yes. Because as people who make art on a slightly different scale to the people oh. who do the Super Bowl show... <laughs> yes. um, is, I find it very frustrating when your ambition um, is not met by the financial capabilities.
0: Which is pretty much every single time.
1: And when art always has to be exactly 60 minutes long in order to fit into a theatre festival slot. And it's just so nice to see something where someone's gone, anything you want, it's yours. There is no limits to what it is that you can imagine. We will make it yeah. happen. And just keep it short. Just keep, we it,
0: just short. keep it short. And, and don't do anything naughty. Oh yeah, well let's talk about that. So there's a lot of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's no contra So um yeah, so this so the Super Bowl is this kind of phenomenon, you know, the halftime show the halftime show actually I think uh often gets more ratings than the actual game itself.
1: Yeah. And it's I think it's a bit sort of a game of um, that sort of advertising and it all sorts of feed into itself because lots of people watch the NFL so the advertisers get involved and then they they, yeah. they put in this Super Bowl performance in order to up uh, how many people are going to watch the adverts in between yes.
0: yes, and it makes billions it makes absolutely billions so it's a huge money making exercise um, for the NFL. And it, it was interesting because, you know, there's always this sense that it's sort of the pinnacle of an artist's career and that people are sort of waiting to do it. But I was also found a list of people who who decided not to do it or turned it down, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rihanna <laughs> turned it down because racism in the nfl so she turned it down for that reason Mm. uh pink turned it down because she said there's too much negativity associated with it in terms of when you take that kind of stage the the amount of negativity that then that's then levied at the artists she was just like i don't want to do that thanks yeah and gloria estefan turned it down recently uh because she said she'd already done it twice and it was too stressful
1: Yes, Gloria Estefan actually was the first uh, Latina woman to play the Super Bowl halftime. A lot of people in the articles on this are like very excited because Jolo and Shakira are the first Latina women to play the Super Bowl. But actually, it was Gloria Estefan in 1992 yeah. in Minneapolis, We've... which looked freezing from the small amounts of
0: footage. <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: Poor Gloria was she, fr- was she, freezing was she her she so chilly,
0: on. she had to call for Dr. Beat. <laughs> That what happened? Please, Um, Doctor Beat. Doc, 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 Doctor Beat. Um, So there was also uh, obviously the controversies uh, that have included Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, obviously, which uh, has had a bit of a resurgence as a uh, in the last year. This year, actually, has had a bit of a resurgence of of people kind of looking at that again as something that. Justin Timberlake managed to kind of pretty much get out of and
1: he's actually apologized for that now I think it's um it comes hand in hand with the new Britney Spears documentary people are sort of revisiting
0: uh,
1: a particular sort of 2000s is time for women and going actually it was pretty fucking traumatic for all of us and we treated women and uh, mental health issues uh with no empathy at all
0: yeah absolutely and I read an article, a sort of a revisiting article about that, where someone was trying to sort of track down what had happened. And there's still a lot of, basically the narrative I think that is still pervading is that nobody had discussed the fact that this was going to happen and that Janet Jackson had pitched it to Justin Timberlake in the dressing room before they went on, Mm. unbeknownst to any producers. Mm -hmm. And, um, And that it sort of went, it did go wrong. Yeah. But she did she did have she had bought the nipple piercing star beforehand. So yeah, so they actually went to visit the guy who sold her the pasty, who who still has the other one. He was like, Yeah, I still got the other he they only bought one. I've still got the other one. <laughs> I haven't been able to sell it. <laughs> and the tailor was like, No, I signed a non-disclosure disclosure agreement beforehand. So basically it didn't really get down to the bottom of it, but the 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 the, the sort of the narrative is still that Sort of Janet Jackson book pushed for this kind of stunt to happen but at it, it yeah. uh,
1: on only her and not on
0: Justin exactly which is i think unlikely to be the case but um so there's that controversy there was also um the controversy during Madonna's um set where uh, uh, MIA flipped the bird oh i remember was,
1: MIA's bird
0: yeah and then they tried to seal her for like i think it was 58 million <laughs> i'm not sure what the outcome of that was but um but yeah basically they went after her really hard i think madonna was just like i'm not helping you mm-hmm. so um but it but i think mia had taken it upon herself to kind of do that she hadn't that hadn't there hadn't been any discussion around that and i think yeah. um but um yeah so there was sort of these controversies over things that are fairly minor because actually um Jenny Jackson's arrest was only on display for for less than a second, or was only visible for less than a second. So it's kind of like, eh, come on.
1: Have you ever um, had to have a discussion with a venue or person you were playing, like a sort of cabaret venue, about what it is you were going to be doing and whether or not it was acceptable?
0: yes because when i did unicorn party at um, <laughs> when i did unicorn party the first time so as a kind of work in progress i did it in uh, essex in a, a theater who had very kindly helped me to um well they put some money and some rehearsal time in so and i was doing a work in progress showing and despite the fact that I'd said very clearly you need to make sure that this is over 18s only or over 16s, because there's a lot of swearing and there's there's stuff with dildos. Um, uh, There were a ton of ton of families turned up
1: honestly if you put the word uh, unicorn in something parents will think i don't need to read any more of that same thing happened with our show guinea pigs on trial about uh testing for medical phase one medical trials so, guinea pigs okay fine.
0: <laughs> yeah it's like it's 8 30 p.m um etc <laughs> etc et so so yeah so um i think i had i think i was dressed as a unicorn stormtrooper mm. holding a big truncheon in the back of this behind the stage which is what i came on wearing because I was a kind of unicorn stormtrooper at the beginning because in the show there's sort of a unicorn fascist environment that had developed and um someone came up to me and went there's quite a lot of children outside is it okay if we let them in I was like nope "Nope, absolutely not but then they did let they had let they they had let some some in which I didn't realize but they left when the deal when I when people when I get the dildos out for people to squirt unicorn jizz on me left. Serve some rights. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh, now I wanted to ask you. Mm. So, Shakira and JLo, massive stars. What's yeah. your What's your previous relationships to them?
1: Previous relationships uh, with JLo and Shakira are, I would say, uh, minimal. Um, I was thinking about um, mm-hmm. when I was. A sort of teenager. We used to go to this thing. I grew up in a town called Burry St Edmonds. We used to go to Barry the Battle of the Bands, which was based in the old Corn Exchange, which I can only assume is a place where you would go to buy corn yeah. in the old days. Um, <laughs> or
0: exchange And it. is
1: now Anna's Or Exchange. It. It's a very beautiful building. So it's obviously now a uh, JD Weatherpoons. But at, of the, at the time, it was um, a music venue. We used to go to Battle of the Bands and see the local bands. And after Battle of the Bands, they would have a DJ, and they would always play. Build me up, Buttercup, and hips don't lie, and then you just get a bunch of like teenage <laughs> goths trying to shake their hips, uh, like Shakira. I'm going Shakira, Shakira. Um, so that was my, to, uh,
0: was that shaking the hips, sadly,
1: <laughs> uh, or or angrily? What is it the goths have? Is it anger, uh, sadness? It's kind of is like a
0: general on... like dis disquiet. Yes, It's a slight like disquiet, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's like a bit of a kind of like. When I was a goth, the, um, I had a friend who used to love to wear, use the word moribund.
1: Oh yes, you get a bunch of moribund teenagers in top hats trying to <laughs> shake the hips. The hips like.
0: Oh God, please, nobody ever. Picture it, top Nick. hats. Picture it. <laughs> top hats as a fashion choice. You know what I think is the, wor- the worst. <laughs> the worst combination, which I've seen too much. Is it, cors- much. Is
1: it a corset in a top hat?
0: It's a corset and a top a corset hat corset and a, and a tutu. Hat.
1: Welcome to what's that called? It's not cyberpunk. It's the steampunk.
0: The steam. It's a bit steampunky. Have they got I've also a pair of goggles on their far head? Too much. <laughs> 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 worst thing ever. And are they shaking
1: their hips? <laughs> to the hips, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not massively engaged with JLo. I do happen to think JLo is one of the most beautiful women in uh, the entire world.
0: Or is she oh, oh, yeah.
1: okay go on discuss but first, well first tell me your relationship <laughs> with jayla and shakira and then let's get back t- to your <laughs> easily dismissible
0: uh, um, issue
1: with the statement Jelo's most beautiful woman in the world.
0: okay so number one shakira um i think she's fine I I I like I, li- I actually like I think that Shakira I think of the two of them and and unfortunately it's almost inevitable that we're going to have to partake in the violent act of comparison during this yes um during this po- bro- broadcast broadcast podcast but um I so Shakira I think is um. I would say that Shakira is a very natural talent. She's a multi instrumentalist. She writes her songs. I yeah. think she has a world that she's created, which is very interesting. Um, she's a crossover artist. You know, she started as a Colombian South American artist and has crossed over into American mainstream and like as a world figure. I, so I kind of think that she's kind of amazing. But I can't. Yeah. And I've en- I've enjoyed a number of her songs. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that but i also
1: <laughs> they're not on any playlist i don't own them but sure i've enjoyed them
0: but if yeah i've sort of enjoyed the fact that they exist yeah. they exist you know what i mean but i don't yeah i'm not um i i i, I wouldn't say to seek them out j-lo on the other hand <laughs> it's personal <laughs> And let me tell on, you, let me tell you why, because when I uh, first graduated from university, I had a job in a famous, some might say, the most famous shop in the world. It's a department store in London. <laughs> it rhymes with Barrards. and <laughs> <laughs> um, I told them that I was a trained makeup artist. Uh-oh. Um so Who I how wasn't no. and they let me loose on people's faces which was the bit that I quite enjoyed. But um so I did that and I also sold, sold perfume so I was the one who like spritz your face when you when you walk in. Um and... it's,
1: not, it's not normally the face, is it?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I went for the eyes. <laughs> me sell that every time. Straight in the eyes. Um...
1: good luck finding the pet department.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um now one Like, one day I would need to make a show about my time in Harrods because it was insane. Mm. But um, anyways, um, now part of the reason why I have a personal personal <laughs> issue with J-Lo is that I used to have to sell, number one, J-Lo's perfume, which I think was called J-Lo Glow. Which
1: one? She's got about 40 now.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, it was quite a way back. Maybe it was called J-Lo Glow. Essentially, if you imagine, like, toilet cleaner mixed <laughs> with, like... Washing up liquid mixed with hell. That's the smell of it. <laughs> okay. I <can> imagine <laughs> um, that. So I used to have to like, so I used to like stink of that. And the other thing was that she had brought out a range of like tanning products that you had to, so it was like a sort of fake tan essentially, but yeah. like not, you know, it's like you'd dust it on and it would
1: yeah supposedly
0: make you look tanned. Essentially, it was like or- orange, tiny glitter. Glitter, yeah. Um, because you were supposed to, like, glow like J-Lo, and, that, and you had, I had to wear it.
1: <gasps> you had uh, to wear someone, it?
0: I had to put it on as someone who was selling, like, J-Lo's tanning. So, uh, and it just looked, basically, you just looked like a kind of, like, someone wearing a lot of orange glitter on their face, <laughs> resentfully, is basically what I looked like. And they used to often say to me, you do not look tanned enough to be selling <laughs> J-Lo glow. Please oh tan more. So then, I so I just got to the point where I used to just smear it on and look. Ridiculous, but they were quite happy with that.
1: Ooh, I'm glad for the heads up because I looked at her Instagram recently, and she's still pushing something that apparently makes of you course. glow like J And honestly, after a couple of pictures of Instagram, I was like, maybe I need this.
0: Yeah, well, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but yeah, of course, like the J Lo tan is a big is a big money spend. I'm sure she's made millions and millions off the idea that you can look like jlo Lo. Um, but here's the thing: back to or is she? Does J-Lo look like J-Lo? Because I think that she's essentially a feat of science over nature. Not that I res- don't respect the game, but <laughs> she's not... I would say that she's not got the face that she started out with. Let's say that.
1: No, she's a 50-something-year-old woman. No 50-something-year-old woman looks like no, that. No,
0: no, I mean, but I think that she's had... A, she, you know, the the face was altered quite significantly anyway. And right. then...
1: But as she as she worked her way up to from Jennifer Lopez into J Lo, yeah.
0: and now uh, okay. she it's all about the maintenance.
1: Did you know she uh, was a backing dancer for Janet Jackson back in the day?
0: I didn't.
1: Yeah. Early early days, little crossover from our other podcasts. So, I
0: enjoyed oh, that. interesting.
1: So you don't think she's a triple threat?
0: Well, the other thing I think about J Lo is that I don't think that she actually cares about the music. I think <gasps> I think. I feel like it's an exercise. I completely disagree. (laughs) Okay. I feel like it's an exercise in how do I get famous and how, how, what, what, what is a way that I can make money? And so I feel like it's an act of celebrity rather than an act of artistry is my feeling because all this stuff about like, come where are my party people at? Come and join, you know, like, let's get on the dance floor. I'm like, JLo, we're not going to be seeing you on any dance floors and probably never would have done. That's my feeling.
1: (laughs) Okay, so here's the things I have to okay. say about that. Everyone we've covered, including both Shakira and JLo and all of our other previous artists, have all stated as younger people that they want to be famous. So I think when you end up famous, you frequently are there because you've had the drive to be that big. So Shakira and J-Lo, they, they share that. But j-lo didn't need to put out the music that she was putting out she was already in a number one film and at the time people were like this is incredibly risky this could be very embarrassing we already know her as an actor when this fails it's going to fuck her Uh film career and so when the music wasn't shit it was a big surprise for everybody (laughs) but also it it was it was a (laughs) it was a gamble that she didn't need to make if her only aim was to be famous
0: okay interesting
1: I mean, I don't know why I'm defending it so much because really the only one I like is On the Floor, uh, which is a fucking Euro trash classic. <laughs> Although, yeah, yeah. no, I do like some others.
0: Well, I think the interesting thing was that was when I was doing the writing down my notes and doing the set list, I actually knew what the name of all of the songs were, even though um, I don't necessarily follow them. So I think that's you know, that's a mark of someone who's made an impact as well if you don't really follow them, but you still kind of know what they're doing.
1: Yeah. Well, both of these artists have sold incredible amounts. Like J-Lo is on 70 million mm. records and Shakira is the biggest selling uh, Latina artist of all time on about 80 million. Yeah, and they... So they've they they both they've had both, an impact. I
0: mean, they I mean they're incredible. I mean they're both amazing. They've both had amazing. They're both amazing cultural figures. And um, yeah, so J Lo is rumored to be worth four hundred million, and uh, Shakira is uh, rumored to be worth three hundred million.
1: So you know they're doing fine.
0: They're, they're doing fine. fine. Um, they don't need our. <laughs>
1: Shakira was born in Barranquilla, in Colombia, which is where
0: my mum was born. So there's a little. Oh, maybe there's a crossover there. Wow! And how much do you think that they got paid for this Super Bowl?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. They got they got paid. I didn't even think they would get paid to do it.
0: So the the answer
1: (laughs) the idea that they wouldn't get paid. They just did it for the exposure. (laughs)
0: No, they did. They don't get paid. No, they didn't. They, they don't, they don't, nobody gets paid for the super, doing the Super Bowl. What? Yeah, none of the artists get paid. What? Yeah, so none of these artists have been paid to do the Super Bowl. What they get
1: oh, is. I hope those dancers were paid.
0: <laughs> what they get is production and expenses covered. So, right. um, but they, That'll be the dancers. But there's not actually an artist's fee. So um, the production and expenses costs for this 15 like under 15 minutes cost was 12, 12, 12 minutes was 12 million wow so it's a million a minute
1: but you can see where it's going
0: yeah so so it raises an interesting interesting question because um at one point the nfl was suggesting that maybe people should pay the artists should pay to do it because for example when lady gaga did it her um her album sales went up by 2000 <gasps> percent so there's a sort of so it is kind of for exposure, but I was also thinking about it a bit and thinking about how the record industry works. And essentially, you know, record companies are ultimately kind of like a bank in jeans. So they, so ultimately, what they do is they will kind of front up the money for like the the, the recording of an album or a tour, mm-hmm. and they'll also do the PR, and it sort of goes under their framework. But ultimately, the 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 artist is then always charged for it, so any profits that are made is what the artist gets, but everything else goes back to the record company plus whatever their cut is. And I and I yeah. So so actually, what this is for people like Shakira and J Lo who don't Mm -hmm. sort of necessarily need to get paid a fee at this point, it also it means that they can do whatever the hell they like, and someone else is going to pay for it. So. They probably would never spend twelve million dollars on a tour or a show because that they're going to be charged. It is going to come out of their profits. But um, yeah. in this case, you know, so it's a sort of a unique situation in which they are able to say, "Oh, yeah, I want drones and I want like all of this kind of stuff," and it's going to cost twelve million, but they don't get charged.
1: Right. I wonder who Shakira is signed to, oh.
0: um,
1: and is it Rock Nation? Because. We were talking earlier about the whole racism row at the NFL. Yeah. Um, a bunch a bunch of people turned this particular gig down, like, as you said, Rihanna as well and Cardi B yeah. turned this down because they were essentially crossing the picket line to go and work for the NFL. But then the NFL hired Jay-Z and Rock Nation to sort of do up their image a bit and he persuaded yeah. J-Lo and Shakira to do this gig. And I'm just now thinking, is Shakira, is Shakira under his label anyway? So it would then end up profits for him anyway
0: but it's in you know is, is that interesting thing of of um why someone would do the super bowl when they're not getting paid and ultimately i think it might be about like you can showcase your mm-hmm. work in a way that you wouldn't probably normally be able to do where you absolutely wouldn't be able to normally be able to do and someone else is going to cover that bill um so um yeah, so uh, shall we get into yeah. this gig?
1: Let's get into it. Let's get into uh lo and Shakira 2020 at the NFL Super Bowl halftime in Miami.
0: Yeah, and it opens with Shakira. Shakira, Shakira.
1: Shakira's taking the top half, isn't she? Shakira, Shakira doing She-Wolf, and she is in all... All the spangles and all the red.
0: Yeah, she is. So her outfits were designed, designed by uh, Peter Dundas, I think, who is a um, a Finnish designer. Again, I believe. Um, her outfits were. Her final outfit was covered in two million uh, Swarovski crystals,
1: and still looked like she was on Strictly Come Dancing.
0: <laughs> Did a bit, didn't it?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, she I, looked the, great, the, but. The, the...
0: The first outfit she's wearing cost (laughs) $15,000.
1: And she comes out and she's, uh, it's great. She's speaking in Spanish straight away. This is in Miami. Miami is 70% like Latinx. And this is a huge move straight off the bat to come out and be proudly Latina in the Super Bowl halftime. Uh, and then she goes into, from She-Wolf, uh, we have like a little TikTok 10 sex of She-Wolf. Yeah, well,
0: that's what I wanted to, because we're into She-Wolf. And and number one, what would you do if you found a She-Wolf in the closet?
1: How big is the She-Wolf? Is it a small puppy? Is it?
0: Uh, I think it's a full-size She-Wolf. <laughs> this is
1: a good question, uh, considering I'm currently talking to you from a cupboard that my dog frequently
0: <laughs>
1: hides <laughs> in. <laughs> A little she-wolf. Okay, so here's what you have to do. Don't look at it in the eye and
0: try
1: yeah. and <laughs> Tick, tickle it under the chin. Tickle her. Tickle her under the chin. If I found a she-wolf in the cupboard, I would tickle her under the chin. If you found a she-wolf in the cupboard, what would you do?
0: Oh, well, I'd reach for the scoot, which is a fox um, repellent. And I think it would also work on wolves. <laughs> you sprinkle <laughs> it, you basically sprinkle it on your grass and then the foxes don't dig it up. But I think if you like throw, if you throw it at a she-wolf, I think She'd just be like, "Okay, bye." She'd scoop. What,
1: do, what does Shakira suggest you do if you find a she-wolf in the cupboard?
0: Um, she suggests. I think it basically, it's there's a she-wolf in the closet. Essentially, let it out and think, let it free.
1: Oh, I think what we're dealing here, Nick, uh, is a, with a with a, with a metaphor. Think I think what we're I think we're just metaphor. going to have to accept that perhaps it's not a, la- a literal. I don't think that
0: this is actually <laughs> a, an instructional. <laughs> It's not a song with instructions about to survive a random she-wolf in your closet. It's it's a metaphor. It's
1: a pretty solid instruction if you find a wild animal in your house
0: <laughs> and let it free. I mean, that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Words to live by, there, Shakira. So already, she's she's given us some life life yeah.
1: hacks. Yeah, so we go straight from the TikTok 10 sex of She-Wolf into Empire. Is this when she grabs her guitar? She's magically out of nowhere. The transitions between these two, I mean, there's a lot of camera trickery going on here, but it's quite incredible what they managed to...
0: It's very, I mean, it's very swift. And that's the thing is like, you're suddenly you're between, there's not much Mm. bridging, if you know what I mean. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. And... Uh, yeah, so suddenly we're into sort of she's a rock, yeah. rock chick. Yeah, goddess. so
1: and yes, and there's, there's a guitar, guitar reveal, reveal, and there's like a little sort of mash up with some Led Zeppelin, which was apparently Shakira's sort of uh, first love and first inspiration were Led Zeppelin. So there's a little like hint of cashmere, ba 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 you know. There's
0: fire. There's a, a multitude of dances. and then we're into whenever, wherever. Do you think she's singing live? No, I don't. I think that I think that she and I think this is going to be a um, when we go through all of these gigs, I think this is going to be a a fairly constant thing is I think that there's a it's a live. I think that the mic is live, but I think that uh, she is miming to a track that's already been recorded as live. So I think it's a live I think it's a live studio, like a sort of studio recording of a live vocal, as it were.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with that because there's a crowd surf moment later where they actually switch her microphone on properly. Yeah, well, that was any- the bit where
0: I was like, okay, now she's singing live when she's crowd surfing.
1: I assume that there's a technician turning a mic on and off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so as well. And I think that that's probably, I think that has probably been, um, I think that has probably been sort of like choreographed in advance so they know when it's going to go on and off. But, it, but it's interesting to kind of like rattle through these. So it's like basically a kind of like the, 10 seconds, 15 seconds of each song? Yeah. seconds of She Wolf, Empire, whenever or whenever. And and it's very slick, but I sort of feel like we lose any sense of the songs themselves.
1: Yeah, but it's not really their fault. So most people would have a Super Bowl halftime to themselves. So you get Lady Gaga doing the full 15, you get Katy Perry doing the full 15. And for this one, they've gone, what do these two women have in common? They're both Latina. Okay, they can share this 15 minutes, which means they both then have to half again the time they have to showcase any of their own stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But equally, none of the songs in any of this, in any of the sets that we, that we see are full songs. That's true. Like Coldplay does like a minute, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like, they're all like bites, little sound bites of these songs. But I think specifically this one, I agree with you. I think it's more compressed and it's a lot more like boom, boom, boom. There's no kind of, we're just like, it, it is that kind of TikTok thing of like, there isn't a, a sense of why these are happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think for me, we lose a bit of the kind of what feels like the interesting thing about Shakira, which is kind of her, um, her her sort of, she seems like someone who can kind of, who just kind of is quite spontaneous and can sort of create something in the moment. And I don't feel like that's what we're getting here. Um, and I just also wonder if the assumption is that we just can't concentrate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's half and it half makes me think, TikTok generation it makes me think, and, and the fact that they're trying to ram two women's decades worth of yeah. careers into 15. 15-
0: yes. Years. Yeah. Like, because these are mega hits. Yeah. I, you know, where, where I, I remember very well whenever wherever came up, first appeared. That
1: was the breakthrough, was a, in, sort of the English language. That was the language, international
0: breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a big, you know, it was a big, big deal. I mean, yeah. we were all talking about, thank goodness our breasts were, Small and humble, so no one in the mountains, <laughs> right? I mean, that's what we were all talking about. And like, you know, I just, I, it, it does feel like a, it feels like quite reductive, but she's, I mean, she's, it's slick as anything.
1: Oh, and you know what? When she gets to whenever, wherever, she's kind of like bounding.
0: It, that starts to evolve, I think. I didn't feel like that at the beginning. At the beginning, I felt like it was really like just slick, kind of regimented, rehearsed. And then we start to get a sense of something a bit more kind of wild, I guess. and And a little bit more kind of like, edgy a little bit. And I think bit.
1: it's kind of what she's normally like a bit more because normally she's or like yeah. frequently she's on stage barefoot sort of not this sort of level of Strictly Come Dancing rhinestone yes. glitter. She's slightly more like uh, earthy I uh, felt a bit
0: like it yeah I felt it was a bit like skipping through like on Spotify Shakira's top hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with lots of dancers. The
1: dancing's a mix of I mean, again, they're trying to like being like the sort of these prominent uh, Latina voices and they're trying to do tribute or like into the breadth of diversity of that entire continent. <laughs> and so they're, tr- they're kind of cramming in all these dance styles. It's like salsa and cumbia and reggaeton and champete and Mapale and like they've given it a good go uh, trying to cover everything.
0: Yeah, and I think you know she's actually brought a lot of uh, personal stuff into this. The the dance, uh, the trumpeter is from her hometown, from the coast of Colombia. Yes, um, so she's sort of brought a lot of kind of personal elements into the choreography, and I think that's interesting and beautiful. So I, I, I liked that element of it.
1: Did you like it comma like it like that?
0: Oh I always like it comma I like it like that.
1: And that leads us into her next track which is I like it comma I like it like that uh, which is a cover of, I think it's Cardi B featuring the award nominated Grammy Award nominated Spanish language rapper Bad Bunny um, who comes in.
0: Who's wearing quite a glorious rain mac is it? Yeah <laughs> I mean again I think that uh, outfit was very costly and covered in Schwartzky crystals, or whatever mm-hmm. they're called. It is a Swarovski crystal moment. Um, but yeah, so he comes in, and um no, okay. So one thing that I want to talk about, and I want to talk about this across the whole, um, the whole kind of sound bites, uh, Super Bowl bites that we're looking at, is mm-hmm. you know we talk in our kind of world of theatre making. There's often a lot of talk about like status and. Um, you know like the power stakes and all this kind of thing and playing low status and playing high status that sort of thing yes exactly Mm. and and particularly you know as a solo artist that is a great way of bringing sort of a sense of dramatic narrative into something is to play with status yeah and uh, Shakira so Bad Bunny comes in does his rapping um Shakira (laughs) does the fairly typical thing that we see like Actually look throughout this, it's the same with Katy Perry and various other things, is mm-hmm. the kind of moment when a male person comes in, does something male, like rapping or playing guitar, like yeah. the stereotypical kind of like thing. And then um and then the the star sort of does this kind of like almost lap dance-y thing. Yeah. And I'm a bit confused about that, and I wanted to ask your opinion because I, my, my, I'm not sure what the stakes are then. Because if we think about like basically, Shakira is like higher, higher, high stakes at the beginning. What, what is that?
1: Yeah, I had a note on that as well because you're right. when you get to Jennifer Lopez and Jay Valvin comes on, uh, the other male rapper, he's just yeah. sort of. Um, JLo then becomes the sort of subordinate woman figure, yeah. and just like I'm, I'm rubbing my bum against you, and he just sort of points repeatedly at her ass.
0: Yeah, and in, all, in that, I,
1: in that classic sort of like almost like I'm doing the spanking motion. Yes. Um, and she sort of riding around on the is. floor. I don't. I mean, I. So there's like there's a combination of things, which is like there are some South American dances in which it is sort of you're not necessarily in a lower status role just because you are the one with the arse that's rubbing against the other person, right? But in both of these instances, and actually in a Katy Perry one that we watched, it does feel like, why why do you, why do, are you doing this now? Right, yeah, absolutely. Shakira yeah. one compared to Jennifer Lopez, there is a, sh- a short moment of Shakira being like, I'm the sexy, literal, just body on the ground. And then she gets up and she sort of goes a bit more, She her movements become a bit more like his, sort of like a bit more like I'm doing a hip hop dance now but the whole of JLo's bit with J Balvin and half of Shakira's and all of Katy Perry's bit with Lenny Kravitz, which we'll get to in the next episode, is really, um, it just would have been really exciting to see them do literally anything else to the men.
0: Yeah, exactly. Rather than kind of like, the, and the, 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 it's the same, it's actually the same move, which is kind of like drop, like us in the crotch. Mm-hmm then slow, slow unbend. Yes. And I sort of, I'm a bit like, why has ev- why are all the women doing that when there's a male uh, so a person on the stage who yeah. is taking, sort of like, they're taking the moment? I don't get that. So that was just something that I noticed and it's interesting to think about because I suppose there's sort of like, obviously there's stakes in the kind of, I guess there's high power stakes in the idea of being like sexually appreciated or like attractively attractive and appreciated and mm-hmm. a sexual being. And I fully absolutely celebrate that but i just wonder what that does in terms of like the power stakes in that moment is an interesting one
1: there were about uh, a thousand over a thousand three hundred complaints about this super bowl performance and most of them oh. most of them were about the dancing and the clothes none of which i found to be uh degrading in any way but these moments of no. the men on stage there were that was what i found questionable <laughs>
0: I found that very questionable. However, we then move on into um, th- things get a bit more um, it sort of starts to feel a little bit more kind of chaotic which I kind of quite like I like, like it she too. does some crowd surfing. Yes. She does some she does some like uh, calls that refer to her um, Lebanese uh, Lebanese um, heritage. Yeah,
1: that became it's... a huge uh, viral thing on the internet. She does this call yeah like you see I can't remember what it's called it's like la 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 like sort of oh. a, yeah like joy and power and triumph call after she's done her little um crowd surf moment where they turn on her microphone and <laughs> there's a moment yeah, where she's things. there's a little bit where they accidentally catch her singing live <laughs> before she then goes come on Miami or whatever it is she says rather than singing yeah so
0: there's, so there's. Uh so it sort of fe- it starts to feel more exciting I think at this point when it when it sort of starts to get a little bit. well also because um mm-hmm. we start to get these beautiful South American sort of beats coming in more which always makes me happy.
1: Yeah. And a little bit of panpipe. I used to work in a place when I was 14 called Scandinavia Coffee House uh, where I would load the dishwasher and they, it was where old people would come for lunch. And they, they had just like microwavable omelettes. It was awful and I hated it. Um, but the one CD they just played on loop all Saturday was oh, the no. Hits of the 60s, played on the panpipes. So like Ooh. downtown, <laughs> boo, 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 which someone had bought from the um, like the group of panpipe players. That, so I think oh. they must tour all regional British towns <laughs> playing the panpipes. You know, those guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to see them in Salisbury.
1: So they uh, anyway. So I was haunted by pine pipes for a while, but nice, nice to hear them. <laughs> nice to hear them in Shakira's set again.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think at this point I'm kind of, I suppose we're about four, we're about five minutes in, six minutes six in, minutes, and, and yeah. that was when I was like, okay, now I'm here, mm. now I'm uh, now I'm with this because it sort of feels a bit more personal. It feels more cultural. It also feels like she's kind of now perhaps more in her element, which is more about being sort of in the moment. So um, I like that. But then we move on to J-Lo. Yeah,
1: Jenny from the block is here. Uh, are you ready? Again. Are you ready? I'm ready. I was very excited to see her. But I, I'm i a fan. She's up a pole. They put J-Lo up that stick.
0: And there's a costume change. There's two costume changes within about 30 seconds, which I thought was impressive.
1: Very quick, yeah. So she comes out. She's out in sort of black leather chaps,
0: yeah, all designed by Versace. All of those outfits. Oh. There's there's five outfit changes, and the cost was over two hundred thousand dollars for the five outfits. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so we're straight in with um, Jenny from the block mm-hmm. with, and uh, Jenny from the block is up up the stick, and there's it's a very sort of like hard femme leather chaps sort of look.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite a... Um, it's, quite, it's It's kind of an edgy look. Because it's chaps. It's just
1: full cut out around her crotch and, uh, and around the sort of bum area. And just to quote some of my favourite complaints. No wonder there is sex trafficking when you call this family entertainment. Where's the Me Too women? Do you not see the hypocrisy? <laughs> <gasps> and another one. Is it okay to be some sexual being and shake your naked rear end and expose your crotch and dance in a pole in front of the world? Hashtag Me Too. <gasps> Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, and then one, one more here. I was not prepared to explain to my eleven-year-old daughter why Jennifer Lopez was dressed so scantily or why she kept grabbing her crotch. My daughter was asking if JLo felt sick from having so much skin showing. <gasps> so I don't know if you've ever felt sick from <laughs> wearing cr- crotchless chaps. Well, but. That was worried from Washington. Not really. from, 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 <laughs> uh, when
0: there's a bit of I've air down found there, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quatlers, <laughs> Chaps, that's me living my best life, basically. So good for you, Jolo. <laughs> um, I'm sure she felt fantastic. Well, actually, I so I watched an interview mm-hmm. uh, with her for after the Super Bowl, which actually, to be honest with you, I was like, oh. I quite like this person and she cried because she was so emotional about having done it and I thought that was kind of amazing and she said that she basically was so excited about doing it but that she'd spent the day just trying to feel like present so that she didn't it wasn't ruined by feeling nervous so we can assume that she does feel she doesn't feel ill from showing lots of skin (laughs) she feels great
1: god that's incredibly relatable isn't it yes (laughs)
0: oh god i mean i spend the whole day feeling destroyed (laughs) before i go on stage (laughs) actually it's got less i have to say it has got less i used to be a mess and now i'm kind of all right
1: i mean it's just exposure as well isn't it like if we have shows we did adelaide fringe was the last shows we did before covid and there was some weeks where we were doing monday to friday a show a day and then we did two shows on saturday and sunday so that's nine shows a week and by that you know there's only so much you can get
0: by the time you get yeah yeah you sort of can't give up all your time to feeling nervous essentially but that that does happen I think especially with a new new piece but as we've discussed like often because of resources we're we're, like I often feel like I'm I'm under rehearsed so I think that leads to nerves whereas these guys they rehearsed um for six weeks six weeks nine hours a day although sorry j-lo j-lo and um j-lo and shakira only have three days to rehearse together no yeah
1: i mean they don't show the stage. they don't share the stage for a lot they, they come together at the end no so we start, we start with jenny from the block and then we go in again quick t- tiktok 10 sex of jenny from the block into ain't it, ain't it funny and I'm just trying to, in my mind, keep up, with well, so, funny? So I think yeah. it looks
0: amazing. And also there's a lot of monochrome gays with walking sticks.
1: Oh, yeah. It's very Liberty X 2004, this dance routine.
0: It is quite that, isn't it? Which I'm not mad at because that's a great pop moment. So, um, but I thought it was interesting that at the beginning, because um, Shakira basically has all female dancers throughout. Mm. And at the beginning, at least, J-Lo only has male dancers. Yeah. Although they are... There are a lot of gays. Yes, it's,
1: it seems it's a very queer-looking uh, sort of leather leather look, and with these queer baiting. Uh, is it queer baiting, or is she just appreciative? I'm not you, sure. You tell me. I
0: don't know because I don't know if I feel that J Lo is there for the gays, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, she's won a lot of awards for being. Um, I think she's won a Glad Award for being like a great ally or something like that.
0: All right, well, I take it all back. Basically, I'm I don't know what that you're to unpicking to... <laughs> my resentment towards J Lo. I think you resent J Lo
1: because there is the narrative that she stole a bunch of songs from people, which we could go into. Oh, yeah, there's
0: that as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, which she did do. Yeah, but.
0: But again, respect the game.
1: Yeah, come on. She's got a hustle, which actually. She's got a hustle. Speaking of which, that all this pole dancing that she's doing coming up. Um, is probably she, something she learned from Hustler, her Oscar snub film that she was just in this year in which she plays, oh, a, which she plays a dancer, a pole dancer, and she's got some mad skills. Oh, yeah, she's up a
0: pole. Yeah. For she's got some mad skills because p- we're into Waiting for Tonight and Get Right. Get Right
1: and Waiting for Tonight, which sound great. I think they sound great.
0: They do sound great. And, and um, She's
1: up a pole. She's on uh, people's shoulders. There's some incredible, like, understage projection going
0: on. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks amazing, and there, I'm always here for a sexy huddle. Yeah,
1: there's and that's some writhing what's going on. Oh, there's some there's writhing. A, there's
0: a sex. There's a, so there's a sexy huddle going on. And I'm always here for that.
1: <laughs> and then we have. Um, so then we're into. Oh God, Jay Balbin's here, isn't he? Here he. Uh-huh. Here he comes. The man's the man's arrived to another. Uh, let's just say Grammy-nominated Spanish uh, language rapper, which is uh, no. That's some clear choices been made by Jayla and Shakira to showcase like Latinx talent. Uh But he, yeah. he comes on and they do some like, you know, the classic, she's got her ass up against him. He's pointing at it and they do a sort of medley. Yes.
0: Uh, yeah. There's a lot of kind of, I'm I mean, yeah. It's it sort of, is that weird thing of like, which I don't, yeah, which I'm still kind of not sure about where it seems like suddenly they're, they're a backing down. So mm-hmm. for that moment, I mean, they, I'm not sure what that is.
1: The, the the three tracks they do are "Booty El and "Que Calor," and you know it is—it's a song "Booty." Maybe she's just um, being literal.
0: Maybe, <laughs> Maybe she,
1: they also do "Mi Hente," which is the song he did with Beyonce, and they do like an almost acid house level speed. Yeah, they remix do,
0: don't they? It goes that into I a do, full. Remix. I am not here. Oh, really? You weren't here for that. <laughs>
1: No, I don't. Was I mean? I really like that track, and it is a violent act of comparison. You're like, I miss Beyonce in this moment.
0: <laughs> uh, so we're going to uh, we're to get on the floor.
1: Uh, my favorite yeah, right. J And she
0: says she's going to introduce you to her party people, but I don't think she will. No. No.
1: What do you think about a bit of Euro trash? Do you, do you have any? Particular... Oh, I'm here for it.
0: Here for yeah. it.
1: Oh my um, god! I used to. I did my yeah. year abroad in Spain, and uh-huh. we, used to to the, we used to go to this. We used to go to this. Great. Well, we used to go to a lot of great Eurotrash clubs, but one particular was called, well, in English Vogue, but in Spanish you pronounce it bogey. So we used to go to the Boge.
0: <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> and dance to Eurotrash. Nice. Ba- Vamos a la Boge.
0: <laughs> I'm here for it, and I yeah, I do like I I do like this track. It's a souped up version. Yeah. Um The dancing's amazing. Yeah. It's I, I mean it's it's pretty great.
1: She's had her what second or third costume change, so she's in like a sort of very small silver leotard by this point.
0: Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of fireworks going off. There's a lot of floor yeah. projection. So visually it is, it is incredible, but there's also a moment which I quite appreciated where there's a, a sort of a, a, something goes on over. There's also a putting on. So there's a, mm. there's a sort of a harness, a, a, a crystal harness thing that goes over one of the yes. outfits as well. So one of the costume changes becomes this kind of crystal harness moment. Yes, it's great. I also appreciate it. Um, so then we're into Let's Get Loud.
1: And this is where it gets, uh, I, I've already said this to you, I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I rewatched this this morning and then when this happened I cried. So,
0: yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs>
1: um, so we could, I mean it is I, when I first saw it I was like what is happening here? Because if we zoom out we see that the floor is now woman's symbol and that there is a children's choir approaching and you're like oh yes. my god she's gone full um and then you realize when you zoom in there's a bunch of children in cages and they're all wear- they're all wearing glittery star-spangled banner hoodies yes. and they're all like children of color or latin children and they're all in these cages
0: yes and the the the, the child the the girl that is singing uh, the main sort of part of the choir is J-Lo's daughter
1: yes cute emmy emmy Maribel Muniz, who apparently has blown up on the internet from doing some good children singing or something like that.
0: Oh, good. Um, yeah. So, so this is a reference to uh, the border child separation policy of the Trump administration, and that has affected largely people from South America. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's about. What do you think about this as a statement?
1: I just think it's. Uh, Uh, completely heartbreaking Mm -hmm. and, uh, and brave. Yeah. And important, important that they did this and kind of outrageous of them. Like it's a full glit it's a full glitzed up, like move to, to bring in at this point, because then JLo walks in, an enormous floor length, feathery Puerto Rican flag, which is on the other side of the United States flag. uh, And she flips it around And so she's going, she's having these statements about, because Puerto Rico is still like a a protectorate or like a, it's sort of basically part of the colonial United States. So they do not have a, they don't have a vote, but they are owned by the states. And were completely abandoned when they were like at the fourth, like there was a hurricane Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. and just completely abandoned by the
0: Trump administration
1: there as well. And then she has her daughter sing Born in the USA at her. Yeah. And it's it's just, uh, with this, oh God. (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting upset now. It's
0: very poignant. <laughs> you know, within this It's really of, poignant. Within this incredible sort of machine that's happening on stage, this visual explosion. We've just come out of this sort of pumped up dance track. And um yeah, this feels like a really subversive moment. But yeah, it's quite I a will... sly subversive moment, but subversive nonetheless.
1: It's sly, but also they've got like children in glittery cages. Yeah. It was kind of an unmissable. <laughs> yes. Uh, reference.
0: Yes. And also, Shakira is playing the drums during this track, but we don't actually th- yes. see
1: him.
0: Or maybe we do see him, but.
1: Yeah, you see, the there's like a, sh- a small little glimpse of Shakira on the drum kit, yes. which is just really nice. Yeah. She's in glittery gold. She looks great. Yeah, we have JLo in this Puerto Rican flag. I'm getting upset because I'm like, burn all the children. And <laughs> And also, something I was thinking about was the fact that Shakira, like, references her Lebanese heritage and stuff yeah. like that. And just re- reminding America that South America has its own complex history of immigration to them as well. Like every country, every country is built from people coming from all over the place. It's not just the simple narrative of South Americans are coming to North America and taking our jobs or whatever.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's, there's a complex history across all nations. And I think that, Yeah. yeah, this, this, this event does sort of culturally showcase that,
1: yeah, and you're just like, get just get over it, humans. In like a hundred yes. years. What? It, yeah. it's like just fuck how many times do we have to go through this?
0: Yeah, exactly. Of like yeah. whatever
1: it was a hundred years ago, like, oh no, the Irish are coming. It's like just we do we have to do this dance every time?
0: Apparently so. Hi um, Brexit. Yes. Um so um so
1: We are then
0: into Waka Waka.
1: Uh, which was Shakira's uh, World Cup hit, which she wrote for... Uh, God, I don't know anything about football. Some football World Cup thing.
0: <laughs> was it in Argentina? But anyway, there's oh, I don't know. There's a costume was, change.
1: <laughs> there's a costume change, and it is a Waka Waka, and that, uh, that was based on, I think, a Cameroonian, a classic Cameroonian song, and it's called Waka okay. Waka Brackets, this time for Africa, and this is um, a duet between Shakira and J-Lo, sort of. Yeah. Because... Yeah, they do a sort of little dance together and then J-Lo goes off and lets Shakira join her full dance troupe, which is brilliant, this final <laughs> dance.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's an explosive final <laughs> moment for sure. like
1: Afro-Colombian sort of dance moves that she's showcasing here and it's a bunch of women and they're all in gold and gold trainers and it looks great.
0: Yeah, it really does look incredible um and it's a big finish
1: and then jlo comes back on and she's in silver shakira is in gold and they do a final amount of hair tossing oh jlo does a sort of oh let's An just let's, uh, spend a or like give a little second nods to jlo's mum cartwheel <laughs> yes <laughs> Which is just oh she does this dance like J Lo's bit of this final dance routine, she's supported by her dancers and they're sort of tossing her around and it's kind of incredible. Then she does a cartwheel, aided by one of the dancers, but doesn't quite get her legs straight as she's going over, so it sort of looks like <laughs> uh which I like. like, I find it incredibly I find it incredibly charming. Like here's JLo doing a wonky cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> You know, let We've me all say, been well, there.
0: We've all done the far walk. Far less goal. walkier than a cartwheel. a cartwheel
1: I could do. I mean, it's yes. more cartwheel than I've ever achieved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like a, it was a very real moment of oh, this is an actual human being. This is an actual fifty-something-year-old woman trying to do a cartwheel at the end of a fifteen-minute, a very intense fifteen-minute Yeah, absolutely.
0: There. So yeah, and then it, then there's fireworks and bangs and bam
1: and bam 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 hair bam, toss. Bam, hair toss ash, big hug.
0: I Bye. Gracias. Yeah, yeah, and we are out.
1: Yeah. And they hug each hug each and, other. And we're
0: into the ads. Oh. Ah. Basically. And we are out. You know what something <laughs> I noticed about Yeah, basically. Pepsi, you know what guys. I noticed about this as well is I watched the... so I watched the one on the NFL site and I would recommend if you want to watch mm-hmm. this to try and find a different one because it was so heavily monetized. I think them yeah. there's one I, on YouTube. I, I watched on YouTube on the the NFL site and probably there's about there was at least six advert breaks um no are you kidding so, me um so I mean they are monetizing it heavily on YouTube but um mm. yeah so what are your what are your thoughts
1: thoughts were um uh, it's an emotional warning um and I found that too once it sort of I once it picked up about sort of three songs into Shakira where she let loose a bit from then on, I found yeah. it moving.
0: Yeah, I was the same.
1: <laughs> I found it weirdly, weirdly yeah. moving. And um, apart from uh, the little blip, the two blips of the, the male rappers and sort of unresolved feelings that we have about um, the power dynamics there, I found it to be quite empowering. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people sort of talk about the fact that they shouldn't have taken this uh-huh. gig at all. Um because of uh the nfl and it's not really their place to sort of rehabilitate uh the nfl and that a lot of uh sort of afro latinos said okay. they shouldn't have taken it um and i'm not really sure how i feel about that but it did feel that they it was a they were able to make a statement about um the treatment of uh children yeah, the caging and of children Puerto Rico and latin people in the states on an ins- insane yes, huge stage absolutely.
0: and also that it really it did feel like a celebration of south american culture yeah and and also of uh, people from different cultures you know people from uh, essentially of kind of migrant culture and yeah. and the power and enriching nature of that and um so it it does feel a celebration in that regard and that was the, I think yes, that was definitely so, um, the intention. And that's, that's what comes across.
1: Yes, I'm just going to have a little cry. Have you changed your mind about JLo? lo
0: Partially. So I think she is an incredible performer. She really, you know, it's an incredible performance. And um, I think, you know, Shakira... I I like that she's a kind of a bit of a pop rebel and that, that but that doesn't come, ac- come across in the first kind of five minutes or so. Really? And then she kind of goes a bit wild. I think that J-Lo isn't a pop rebel and that she's a very, very slick performer and that perhaps the rest of it is kind of affectation in terms of. Her kind yep. of like, I'm a wild club child. I don't think you are. So <laughs> I don't think she is. And I don't, I th- suspect she probably never was. I mean, maybe at some point, but um, not for a long time. And I, so, so I think that there's an element of affectation there. I don't sort of feel that she's necessarily authentic in everything that she presents, but I think that she does present it very, very well.
1: Would you, as a sign off, like to know her rider demands?
0: Yes, please.
1: Okay, so J Lo is your absolute classic. Uh huh. White room, white room, always white a white drapes, room. Wa- white couches, Snapple.
0: Always Snapple. They love their Snapple. And
1: diptych uh, and diptych candles. Oh, I'm really here for that. I know. am here for that, though. Yeah. She wants rice, beans, and chicken to eat. Okay. And a variety of Snapples. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Has to be a variety
1: and she, Shakira, yeah. um, who is possibly the, the simplest dressing demand dressing room demands I've seen. Uh, she would like two bins.
0: Oh, <laughs> practical!
1: A, a box, a box of Kleenex. Right. A, a plastic ice bucket
0: mm-hmm.
1: and some freeze dried Colombian Nescafe.
0: Oh, it's
1: not even fresh. Not even fresh coffee. She just wants some Nescafe <laughs> from Colombia. That is very. Um, she. But she would like uh, her room at twenty two degrees at all times.
0: Oh. Okay. So
1: that's quite quite warm, I think that's quite warm. Does, or is that just that's a normal place sort of like slightly house below temperature. room temperature now? Um and then but she also does want any wall or bricks covered with drapes. Oh. And it did that did make me think about um the fact that you're uh, ha- the fact that surroundings make you feel different. And that if we were rich, maybe we would go around being like, you know what? I can't stand looking at walls.
0: <laughs> I need drapes.
1: Drape it. Drape it.
0: Drape it. Maybe. <laughs> I
1: don't know if you've ever, I, I. cause I've only ever really lived in the UK and London. And then when I lived in Spain for this year abroad, uh, at the end of it, I was like, Oh, this beautiful, beautiful place has really made me happy. It turns out being surrounded by like something that is like physically beautiful does actually affect your mental state and i don't think i'd ever allowed myself to think that because if you let that creep in when you live in london yes. you're like oh my god i'm gonna jump off a bridge And
0: why do you <laughs> like... think i've spent the last five winters in thailand yes <laughs> no it's absolutely it's a hundred percent the case i think if you you know absolutely i have woken up in the morning and gone oh yes being surrounded by tropical beauty makes me feel really good and yeah it's the case <laughs> So maybe maybe drapes are the way forward. Interesting that she asked for an ice bucket, but not ice. Does she bring her own ice?
1: She, possibly she brings her own ice. Maybe she doesn't trust the water that the ice is made oh. from. You know, maybe she you just wants get...
0: dry ice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's that called nitrogen? She's got her own little nitrogen machine. <laughs> All her drinks are smoking.
0: Yeah, Especially that's... her
1: Colomb- Colombian Nescafe. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> wow, this has been quite a quite a thing.
1: I've absolutely loved doing this. I was pleasantly surprised. I've never paid much attention to the Super Bowl and I found this fascinating.
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting and I think in in we are going to do two more. So we're going to do uh Katy Perry's uh Super Bowl performance and we're going to do Coldplay's Super Bowl performance and I think there's a lot of really interesting stuff to talk about as the Super Bowl kind of halftime show as an institution. Um, but then also, well, you know, in Katy Perry's uh, case, for example, the kind of crazy conspiracy theories that have come up around it and <laughs> um, and it's sort of cultural position as well. So I think there's going to be a lot to talk about going forwards with our with our next episodes, our next yeah. uh, Super Bowl Bites.
1: Thank you so much for uh, joining us again. You've all been leaving really nice comments um, on Apple oh, Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Thank you suffer. so much
0: for... Yeah, we we're, we're loving the comments and the uh, and the people who are listening and and relating to what we're doing. Thank you so much for that. Um, and yeah, we wanted to. I guess we want to do these episodes as like a little kind of popcorn, kind of like here's a little bite mm. moment. <laughs>
1: although we have uh, been talking for quite a while so <laughs> yeah,
0: we, yeah probably they're just going to be as long as every other episode so we may have failed on that yeah. but i hope you enjoy anyway so thank you yeah. for listening uh,
1: thank you for listening please follow us uh, at gig Up podcast on instagram and gig Up podcast on facebook as well yeah thank you bye, bye.